I'm Classy. Welcome to Speak Life Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the best things we can give ourselves is grace. Extending grace to ourselves lends us time to find purpose and truth in our lives. So come and walk this journey with me and let's have conversations that bring us together, share our real stories, ordinary moments, and that connect us like never before for the month of March. Since it's my birthday month, I've got a lot of things coming your way. And one that I'm offering exclusively for this month is one-on-one coaching with me for life transformation coaching and personal brand strategy, where I'm going to help you overcome those mental blocks that are keeping you stuck so that you can become the star influencer over your brand so that you can begin to impact the lives of everyone you're serving by refining your systems, processes, and methods with branding, marketing, and a sales strategy made just for you. We are going to be using and creating and introducing a new approach to mental health and mindset wellness in your business, your personal brand strategy, and refining your customer experience and brand experiences so that you can develop a unique and authentic personal brand, master your mindset, and overcome anything that is limiting you and keeping you stuck, all while radically transforming your business and your brand to create raving fans, loyalists, and move your audience to take action like never before. So if you are ready to radically transform and up-level your business brand and mindset, then reach out or slide in my DM, my email, and let's start with your one-on-one coaching experience. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited. I have Jenny Ambrose. Uh, She is a design scientist and strategist out of Sarasota, Florida. And I'm so excited that you are here and going to share and enlighten the community. Thank you so much for being here, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor and a pleasure. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Thank you, girl. Now, we're just going to get ready to dive in and really talk about this because, first of all, what you do is just so colorful and it's so different and it's amazing being a design scientist and strategist and and really talking about how to bring in more authenticity into your business and how that is going to relate and really develop your brand and your design of your brand. So we're going to talk about from personality to professionalism, which is your your key you strategically know how to bring the personality with your vibrant hair your colors everything about your vibrant personality share with us more about that and about you and how you are bridging the gap between personality and professionalism so oh, that that was just like a stream of compliments right into my heart chakra so thank you <laughs> um honestly i feel like i was Lady Gaga says that you're born this way. And I really do feel like I was born this way to the point where I had a job out of college for six months. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because the the professionalism completely obliterated any personality that you may have even want to have, let alone actually have. And it felt a crime against nature to be extreme. Mm. Yeah. Because I'm a person, I'm a person, I'm creative, I'm happy, I'm enthusiastic. I. It's funny that I'm like wearing black today, but my favorite color is like 
vibrant hot pink. I actually have like three articles of clothing, the exact same shade of hot pink that were not bought together at all. Oh, wow. <laughs> at all. And it's like, oh, I made an outfit. Yeah. But um, since running my own business, it's like, it, it's my own thing. And I became so much more successful when I was like, how am I going to run this? I'm in charge of it. I'm showing up every day. I need to be kind to myself. I need to show up as myself and have oh. that be okay. Yeah. And as soon as I was like, it's okay, then everyone else was like, wow, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so incredible. Yeah. And all I'm doing is like waking up as my damn self. Yeah, yeah. And being okay with it. And and that is so that's the main part. Yeah. And I, I think that people like, oh, just be yourself or oh be authentic. But it's it's more than that. It's an acceptance. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. once you can like get maybe to self-neutral, right, and then self-acceptance. And then self-celebration, Ooh. and that's the enlightenment. Yeah, yeah. I love that self-celebration, right? Because a lot of times we shrink ourselves down, we dim our own lights, we limit ourselves in these spaces where we could thrive if we were just open to celebrating who we are and the unique gifts and talents that we have to give. Not at, but not at the expense of trying to quiet ourselves and who we really are. Like, I like that self-celebration. Yeah. I yeah. don't think a lot of people get to that point where they're just like, I, I'm a party and I'm going to have a party for who I am all the time. Well, I think, you know, I was talking to another woman who does uh, brand styling and mm-hmm. she said that when people talk with her, they're like, oh, I don't know how you have the time okay. to dress fabulously. And it's like, you make time. Yes. It's a a level of Mm self-care to say, I choose to to present myself in this way. I choose to, let's just say, decorate. And it's not a vain thing. It's not a superficial thing. It's a self-recognition, self-celebration thing. Yes. And I live that life because life is too short to feel a disconnect with who you see in the mirror. It, it Life is too short to have a disconnect between the joy and the dreams and the fantasies you have and what you're willing to accept in your life. That is so true. And I love what you said when it comes to people, you have to make time. And the thing is, right, people make time for what they want to make time for. And a lot of times we're making time for things in our lives that don't serve us a purpose, a true purpose at the core of who we are. We're making maybe an overabundance amount of time for, I mean, let's just say it maybe working a dead end job where we feel worthless, we feel unfulfilled, but we have very strategic needs, right? Basic needs of like stability, having to pay bills that we then get into. And then that spills over into other areas of our lives where we don't invite in that self-care, that self-celebration. So we just go with the routine. I flip it. Mm, I flip okay. It. So yeah. Okay. It's not always easy to pay your bills and I'm not a privileged person where my parents help me. I put myself through college. I have okay, rebounded yeah. through horrible credit at least three times over. Um, but credit can be rebuilt. Yes, it can. Time cannot be redistributed. 
Mm. That is, that's for me. And so like, I've lost friends. I've had to cut toxic family members out. I lived in a, in a income restricted housing for a while mm-hmm. to get back to where I needed to be. But every day I worked on my own stuff first, yeah. every single day. Oof. And I see people, they say, oh, I don't have enough time to work on my personal project. I don't have enough time. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Your time is yours to structure as you see fit. If yes. you don't have time at the end of the day, Queen, I guarantee you, you could fit in 15 minutes in the middle, 15 minutes at the beginning, wake yes. up a little earlier, sit on the toilet for a few more minutes, get your thought. I mean, like, whatever <laughs> yes. it is. Yes. Like, off on the side, I have my client board, right? Where it's like everybody I sign. The first three people are me. Mm. Wow. The first three is Pure Fantastico. It's my personal project that I'm launching in October. It's my home decor line. Wow. Okay. That is amazing. And so I mentor a student. I adore her. She's like my assistant and my intern. Mm -hmm. And she's approaching her second, you know, senior year. I'm sorry, her second semester in senior year. And she's like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I don't know how I'm going to have time. I said, come here, come to my office, come here. <laughs> who are the first three people? Tell mm. me who they are. Yeah. Because if you put yourself first as crazy and as selfish and as like counterintuitive, you may feel with this idea, right. there is always time for your clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is a beautiful flow because when I work on my own stuff, I'm lit up from the inside. I'm like, like very excited. (laughs) And then I naturally know when I'm done. Yes. You know? And so then I take a break and I come back and I work on my client work and they're happy. Yes. 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 And you're happy because you're not you're not being pulled in the past of what you could have done, should have done, and being stuck there feeling down and then that being relayed to your client when you know I fill my own cup and my cup runs over there you go there you go because literally I mean it's it's a mindset shift and until we do that until we put ourselves first people other people around us can feel it they can sense it they can we we don't think how much of what's inside of us gets oozed out of us even when we don't intend to yep well, and that's the thing. When you set the boundary yeah. of caring for your own things, of creating that sacred time and space, of devoting yourself to that time and space, then other people do not touch that time and space because you've put that boundary it. there. Boundaries. Boundaries. Boundaries are everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm a sensitive empath. I'm mushy squishy. I have seven animals. I have a husband. We work together. He's yeah. very much like in, you know, and boundaries. Boundaries. They change your life. Yes. And and talking about, you know, the journey to putting yourself first, the journey to making space and time for you, right? When you start to get more and more comfortable with who you are, every flaw, whatever it might look like, and that authenticity. How do you bridge the gap into professionalism? Because a lot of people think this 
particular idea. They have this picture of what professionalism has to look and feel like. And a lot and of that's times- that's not authentic. There that's, you go. That's the death knell of authenticity. Yes. So a couple of years ago, I was in that trap. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was putting myself first. Yes, I was still working on things, but I felt like I needed to- Yeah. Be be that agency and use we instead of me. Yeah. And not have a lot of personality and like call myself the service. I fell into that trap. Yeah. And what I noticed is people would make a call with me and get on a call and they'd say, Wow, your work is amazing. Uh and I love who I see, but this is not who I imagined I was getting on a call with today. Well, yeah, wow, that disconnect. And I'm like, oh, that's a problem. That's a problem. So I had to suck it up. I had to become way more comfortable in how ridiculous I am. And I had to own every single bit of it. Because when I get on a call, I may talk about boobs. I may talk about pooping. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. Information's going to come and it's going to make sense. And I'm down for the ride. Yeah. I'm down for the ride. So I put myself through my branding process. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I call myself a design scientist because my brand process, my creative process is derived from the scientific method and yeah. the background in anthropology. So what professionalism is, is determined by your confidence. Ooh, ooh, I like that. And that's the truth. That, that is, is the hard truth that people feel so vulnerable about and insecure mm-hmm. about. Yeah. And so they'll emulate Marie Forleo, but Marie Forleo has Jersey Marie, and she like dances. Yeah, she does. She's quirky. She's quirky. Quirky and playful. And she shows it. I am not a fan of Gary B, but Gary B shows up on his yacht, cursing, talking a million miles a minute, saying how you have to hustle and lose a friggin' organ in order to be successful, and that's professional. Right, right. That's his flavor. Yeah. I'm over here being like, oh my God, let's play with glitter. I want to make hats because that I'm joyful. Everything I do is yes. joyful. Yeah. And I am really sick of intelligent people being alienating and being jerks. Yes. Yeah. Being jerks. So I'm super smart. I do really intelligent things with design. But also, I'm a goofball, yes. and the two live together because that's who I am. Yeah, yeah. You know, when people have judged me and being like, "Oh, she's ditzy," "Oh, she's weird," it's like, "Okay, you don't get it. That's fine." Bye. You're, not, you're not for me. You're not my cup of tea, and that's okay because there's going no. to be people that aren't your cup of tea. You do not have to sip from it. You don't have to drink from it. And the the chutzpah the the confidence to just be like yep this is me this is my flavor and I am down and I sip my flavor every day that has brought in clients that I love working with yes yes clients that like god the amount of people who have said I can feel your energy you are so amazing let's be best friends I want to work with you you're so incredible and it's like because I'm just here being me yes that's it Don't you just love that? Like when I can send people to like, no, just read my reviews. Like before they even talk about the transformation that they had or the work that we done, they're talking about their relationship with me. They're talking about what I bring to the table that is uniquely me, that spoke to them, that made us connect and click. 
that right there, that's a brand. Becoming that star influencer over your brand, actually just building your brand. Branding is the long game. I don't know if you've heard this before, but I'm going to share a secret with you. When you are developing your business, the brand is the belief, the perceptions, the feelings, the thoughts, the memories, the connection, and the stories that your audience has about your service or product. It is the identifier and the distinctive reason that a consumer is going to choose your product or service over another. So are you creating your brand, the experience? that your customers are going to walk through? Are you developing and refining these systems and these processes to create raving fans and loyalists? If you need this, then you need a one-on-one coaching with me. So go ahead, email me, and let's get together and discuss how I can help you with your brand. That is the brand. And when when people say, you know, like, how do you help people? find Mm -hmm. that confidence I tell them to do exactly that go interview people that you love and trust yes ask them what's the favorite memory of me what do you immediately think of with me what let's do that interview and you will be bombarded with such love that is you that you wouldn't even know how to recognize that you would never even say yourself that is just like you mean I do that really? Right. I do that really? Right. And so c- cultivate, cultivate and connect those moments. And then when you are in struggle or when you're in insecurity, like, you know what? This person I love and look up to saw this in me. I need to see this in me. Yes. I need to see this in me. And then, the, then you are there. You are in yes. that self-celebration space. That And that right there is so key for people to hone into lean on the people closest to you and even your clients. What are they saying about you? How have you impacted them? That's, that's you. Yep. You need to, I mean, it's better than just thinking it. You see it. You see what other people see in you stepping outside of yourself where it can get all crazy with the inner self, inner dialogue that might be a little negative or those limiting beliefs. Step outside See yourself through other people's eyes and invite that in. Yep. Well, to a point. Right. Because sometimes you can, you could bring in, do you, you ever watch Mean Girls? Oh, girl, yes. Okay. You know that scene where they're all like standing in front of a mirror being like, ew, my pores, ew, this. And the girl who's not been in American culture is like, oh, I'm supposed to hate myself too. It is so rare or maybe not anymore but it is becoming less and less rare for the self-acceptance celebration between other women Mm -hmm. between other women and I actually will like work my way out of the room when we do the self-hatred rodeo like I'm not here for that I'm here for compliments (laughs) I'm here for encouragement I'm here for celebrating that's it I was on uh, a call with someone else for her podcast and she kept apologizing Hmm. and it's like, you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for your patience. I'm sorry. I'm so late. Yes. Changing it. It's it's flipping it again. That is a, that is a mindset shift of how we show up. If I'm running late, thank you so much for being patient with me. Life happens. 
Thank, yes. thank you. If you can't, if, if you're not able to be patient today, that's fine. Can we reschedule? You know, it, it is, it's just that mindset shift because everybody, what I believe happens sometimes is if you don't say sorry, people don't believe that you're actually like in, or, like saying sorry, people think that that is how you have to apologize. Like that is showing somebody that you care about their time. I can care about that time with also, without also trying to guilt myself. Yeah. And the way that I feel like every interaction that I have, uh, every day I leave my house, when I wake up, when I go on Facebook, when I, whatever, any, any interaction I have, I want to put out positivity. Yeah. I don't want to put out joy. Yeah. So if I say I'm sorry, I am tagging myself to negativity. That's true. If, yes. If I say I'm grateful, then it's like, you know, me as someone who has seen positivity seeds. there you go i'm grateful for your patience that's what thankful for being i'm grateful for your time i'm grateful you waited yep. for me that is and exactly appreciation what always works more than apologizing that's true wow because people love to be appreciated yes they do i mean that that is true that is the truth i love that because again that's professionalism right so it's like yeah. i'm being my authentic self I'm showing you who I am. And here's these other things about being professional that I'm also doing as well while I'm being my kooky, ridiculous, quirky, yeah. whatever it is that that I jive with. And then I'm also here nurturing the people that I'm working with, the people that I'm networking with, the people that are in my circle um, and that I'm encountering through what is really professionalism. Because see, what happens is some people think professional is not ever apologizing or ever showing gratefulness. Some people, you that, know. That's dying. I am yes. here on this earth to slay that dragon yes. like the queen I am. Yes. <laughs> I'm right, I'll be standing, I'm right there beside you. The little knight, the ye little knight. And I'm right there with you with my sword. Yeah. I'm like, we are here. And you know, I'm as loving and as bright and joyous as I am. I am yeah. sassy and I am strong. I was in a networking event and this 50 year old man looked me up and down and kept on walking. So I marched right up to him. I was like, I saw you pass me by. Let me show you what a big mistake is. I'm an award-winning design scientist. You need to know me. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> like, don't you play that game. Just because I am five foot one with the face of a goddess does not mean I'm not here to make moves. Exactly. Ow. Boom. Yeah, so I like that. My that is the, that's why you're on this podcast, Jenny. That's why you are here sharing this. Okay. Because that right there, that fire, it's like, you know what? I know what I'm doing. I'm here. I'm confident, but I like that sass because that speaks right to my little sassy mind where I'm just like, Oh, well you thought wrong and yes. I'm, <laughs> you thought wrong and I'm here to let you know something. And I yes. hope you know something. I hope you learn and I hope you grow. But until then, I'll be your catalyst to help you get there. <laughs> you can watch me from the sidelines. Because <laughs> and I, I think that there is this, this limit that we are at as women where it's like, pal, give me a break. And I have been there since two when I told my Pachi, there are two children in this house. You bring one for each of the children. You bring a toy for each of the children or you don't come back. Ooh. Boom. <laughs> wow. 
like, oh, and that is, I've had to soften. I've had to sit on my hands and like not be, but it, as when I turned 30, it was like, oh, you mean that self is positive? I see. And it's been slowly bringing that out to where I'm like, how much can I push this, everyone? Mm. And the answer is still uh, not in yet. So I can still go farther. Yes. Heck yeah. yeah. So const- like I hear constantly pushing those limits and just going for it, being true to you are as much as you want. And sometimes making ridiculous moves pay off like you don't even know. Okay. Okay. Like I am that belief where it's like, you know what? I'm going to do this. It doesn't make sense. I don't know how it's going to work, but I feel pulled in this direction. I'm going to go for it. My husband is the anchor to this uh, lofty (laughs) self. (laughs) It's like, no, no, no. Come on. I got this idea. We got to do it. Come on. We got to do this. We just got to do it. We got to try it. We got to try it. We've been together for 10 years and now it's like, okay, I'm, I'm behind you. Okay. Because I'm going to do it anyway. You might right. as well be on board. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys will get on board with it. If not, then get on the life. bus. Yeah. Get yeah. off the bus because it's moving. It's moving. Yeah. But that goes to show like, you know, and, and he's developed that belief in you that as you know, because that's one of the things that I see a lot of people will turn down opportunities because they think that it doesn't fit their professional role, or they think that it doesn't fit where they are, where their level is in their business or in their life or whatever the case may be. And they miss out on this amazing opportunity that really could have opened other doors because see, you never know who's watching. You never know who someone's going to become and you never know where or when they're going to encounter you. Period. All right. So here is, I'm going to give you, cause I, I know I speak a lot of in abstractions, but, uh, yeah. in 2008, I was working in a very unhappy situation. I was working, um, at an agency in New York with 600 people mm-hmm. and I would sit in a single stall bathroom every day and cry. Oh, no. The joyful, happy, confident woman you see before you, there was a journey there. Yeah. And I I was just, like, taken by this movie that I had never seen before, and it connected with me as a way that I understood design mm-hmm. and was completely removed from working in this ad agency. And that was the impetus that all I needed was to quit my job. Wow. A film. I got a message to quit my job that I was living a fake life and I needed to go and do something. And I'm like, here's where I develop schizophrenia. No. Mm, right. No. So I'm like, all right, why did I get this message? What's going on here? And I did some research. Yeah. So the guy who made the film used the same things that I use in design to make this film. It's called okay. uh, semiotics, which are visual messaging. Yeah, yeah. So I... <laughs> like like snacks at a buffet I was like oh my god feed me yeah it was crazy um but I didn't care because the message was so strong and now 12 years later this is the platform I'm working on to show how design can be used mm-hmm. I am on podcasts three a week four a week talking to people wow. it's completely changed my business it's completely changed my point of view had I not yeah done those things 
I would still be living the fake life. Yeah, yeah. Because it was so like, that's interesting. Where's that go? And I just went for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Went for it. And I'm of the belief that every single thing you learn, even if it's like how to cook paella or parachuting off of a cliff in Hawaii, it will benefit you in ways you will never know as you're doing it. That's, oh yeah, yeah. The platform that I'm building, it's the foundation for what I'm doing. It's not necessarily a moneymaker, although I am licensing the intellectual property and figuring out ways to utilize it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the foundation. It's a PR piece. So even though it's like, oh, it's not making money and it hasn't technically made money in 12 years, the skills that I have learned while doing it yeah. has blown up my business. Wow. So it's difficult for me to be like, don't learn this thing. Don't try this out because everything you learn benefits you. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And it's, and I like that because a lot of times when we do focus in the present, we don't, we don't really focus in the present of what this could be, what I could be learning, or just being here, right? We think about all the things of like, oh, well, I'm doing this right now, but I could be doing all these thousands of other things. Or in that moment, right, we're thinking about the future, or we're thinking about the past, we're thinking about what I could have did, or thinking about what I need to cook. And what so- What brings you joy in the moment? In the moment. And people lose that. They lose sight of that because the only time we have is now. And what you do with that, that's going to be your catalyst that's going to move your business forward, that is going to push you into those directions. So those three podcasts that you're on and you're sharing your knowledge and you're talking to these different audiences, maybe it's not monetization, maybe it's not, but it's going to grow your business. It's going to grow who you are, what you do, and your message, and how you're preaching. Be your fun, ridiculous self and the authenticity of who you are is what's going to get people to come around you, to come to yep. you, who want to work with you. That's, and that's, that's the authenticity. That, that is there. Like when you are in your joyful place, probably the same as when you were a kid, um, people are really attracted to that because as an adult, you are taught to slough off all of those attributes. Yeah. The curiosity, you know, the experimentation, the who cares if this fails, I just want to try it attitude. It's shunned. And as we move through adulthood, it's, it's stunted and misformed. Yeah. So for anyone who can maintain a semblance of that, and then cultivate that is going to feel so much better than anyone who's like, I wear a suit. I have my, and that's fine for them. I do not want to talk badly about people who feel that way, but that does not work for me. Mm -hmm. And to do that would be another layer of false life. Yeah. And which is what you ran from. You ran from that. Oh yeah. And so you can't go back to that. And, and the thing is, is research is showing us because of social media, because of the way things are, like you have access to people's lives, to getting to know people, right? Like me and you met, we've met online through an online group, right? Where as we probably wouldn't have otherwise 
connected. We are worlds yeah. apart, you know. And as a result of that, consumer research is showing us that consumers want to relate more. Social media is making people want to, like, even though it's the disconnect with the with media and you're not in person, but we can develop relationships with people online faster than we could. We can connect with people that we wouldn't have otherwise connected with. So people mm-hmm. are more and more wanting to have that type of connection. As soon as they go on your website, as soon as they talk to you on the phone, as soon as they read a piece of literature or some a media post about you or from your company, they want to connect in some sort of way. Because we're all wired. I mean, I just, I, I love Brene Brown and she talks about that all the time, how we are wired for connection. And so now it's just moving into the online space and business is very personal. Yes. You want to connect. And one of the things that I've been working on is um, I'm working on a mastermind leadership program in March mm-hmm. and it's going to be on archetype blends. Oh yeah. Cause it goes along with what you're saying. We, I guess the traditional way to look at the archetypes, the psychoanalyst, Carl Jung, yeah. you know, define the 12 personalities and I'm of the belief that we utilize them in flavors and shades and combinations across every context in our life. Yes. And so to say, oh, my business archetype is the lover. That's like, I am person. (laughs) I am person. This is me. Instead of, hey, how's it going? Oh my God. Like there is a, a fullness. Yes. Being able to blend them and to use them in different contexts. And my favorite example is Wendy's right now. Okay. All right. Oh, so you, yeah. You go into a Wendy's, you watch a Wendy's commercial, very accessible, very friendly, very warm. Wendy's on Twitter, savage. Savage. <laughs> I love Wendy's Twitter. Like, <laughs> But it, they're not about hamburgers. They're not, you know, taking the we sell hit. No, it is a completely oh. different thing. Separate. Yes. From what they are providing. They are providing yes. you a hair down, let loose, kicking it attitude. Yes. That businesses are fully utilizing right now. Yes. 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 That connection in that your connection life, in your personal life. Don't you want to hang out? Don't you want to kick it? Don't you like to shoot? And because we experience this as individuals on the different platforms, yes. we are now accepting that from businesses because businesses are made up of individuals so this is the future this is the future Mm -hmm. and people have to come around to that like obviously you're not it is still unprofessional to curse your customers out I mean unless you go to those restaurants that are paid to like talk to you (laughs) curse you out and treat you like that if that's your thing right but it's like obviously there are these very specific rules you know that are like okay that is it's not just unprofessional right it's just rude or it's just mean or it's just just not being a good you know what I mean can I I share with you a real life moment where I worked at Olive Garden yeah for real okay so I'm from New Jersey I am sassy yeah and when I was 20 I marched into Olive Garden I said you need to hire me because I'm actually Italian and uh, you don't know what you're doing you you don't know (laughs) I do and so they hired me. And then when I would have customers, like I would get like the big groups because I have a good memory. 
and you know sometimes they don't always pay attention when the server is yeah. there and so i would just start grating cheese on the guy's shoulder i just wait and be like oh your time is not being wasted no i'm here let's do this yeah and they'd be like jenny can i can't be like no but then i would come right back around and give it to them yeah yeah so my manager was like you don't need tips you need to charge admission but I was the most requested waitress at that Olive Garden yeah and so yeah you're not supposed to do those things but I don't care like I'm here I'm tired I haven't eaten I got shit to do get your stuff together well you're just being a real person well you're just (laughs) like you're just being a real authentic person and guess what you created a brand for yourself i think even a lot of people don't realize that the idea of creating a brand is not just because you're being a business owner or you're trying to go into like it's literally creating everything about who you are and how you show up in the world i don't care if you're in a professional setting or what it is it's showing up and making yourself so valuable and i think we as business owners have to have that self-reflection yes and that personification whereas as a person you do it naturally like we're not in middle school being like oh ariella mendez has this awesome backpack that makes her look sporty. No, you're no. like, man, that's cute. I want that too. Yes. So it's like this this limit that you don't go through. You just sort of like accept at a face value. Yes. And then you're 25 and you're like, I don't like this self. Mm-hmm. Whereas a business owner is like, hmm, this is not the self I'd like to be. Hmm. And it's it's a whole contemplation thing. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes that like, I'm trying to be tactical because I want to make sales. I want to bring in business, not I want to develop relationships with people. I want to grow in that space because I think you develop I developed a relationship and the sales will, will come. come. I agree. Yes. I agree. I mean, because that's one of the things that I talk so much about is how we separate the way you develop relationships in business versus the way that you develop relationships in your personal world. But it's really the same. The same. It is the same. But for some reason in our minds, we have decided as a society that we're here to dragon slay, right? But we've decided as a society, this idea of what the business relationship development looks like and a personal relationship development looks like. Because we're in, we're we're at the death knell of the patriarchy, ideally, hopefully. So when you've got a male space that is masculine driven, which is power, which is force, which is I'm not going to apologize. Then you have the feminine space, which is all about relationship building and connection and understanding when the women are here to do the business, it's like, let's, this is not, this is not. And right. so then you've got that. Mm. But guess what's going to win? <laughs> Softness, the relationships. Yeah. yeah. And, and so that's where we're at. Because you've got two things, right? You either move toward it or you move away from it. So you're like, okay, we're button heads. You don't want to assimilate to what I know is going to work by nurturing the relationship. Well, I'm going to go and I'm going to start my own thing, you know, and you're going to do, or you've got women or people that want that more feminine type of energy. They're going to assimilate and then start 
walking in that masculinity. So you've got one of two things that starts to happen because of that male dominated, you know, that masculinity that is dominant has dominated the business world. I, I am definitely guilty of taking on that more masculine. Um, when I had that job, I stopped wearing dresses because the women in the office, this is a true story. I worked in an ad agency and it was in midtown Manhattan. So -hmm. like right around where all the, like the fashion things are. And on the lunch break, the women in the studio would buy dresses and the men would sit there and turn their chairs around and watch the fashion show. Mm. And I'm like, I am here to change the way we look at design. I am not here to shake my tatas at you. Right. And I, (laughs) I wore hoodies. I wore jeans. I wore Converse. I stopped wearing makeup and it was hard. I actually had to hire a femininity coach Mm-hmm. to remind myself wow. that I could be powerful and authoritative and a woman. Yes. Oh, wow. And a woman. And so it's like the the self you see, there's a journey. Yeah. And you get lost and you get in a U-turn and you get stuck like in a video game. And you're like, how do I move? I keep facing the wall. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to kick, but I'm jabbing. You, you know, it's like, I'm just going to press all the buttons. Press all of them and a move is going to pop and I'm going to yep. do something. Yep. You know? And I think that's what happens, right? Is because that people don't talk about that. They don't talk about how sometimes it's like I'm just doing stuff and trying to figure it out along the way because they see what they want to see because of where they what their focus is their oh focus- it's so scary yeah. it's so beyond scary to be like how am I going to attract clients but also be vulnerable and be like hey my phone shut off I, how, I can't, how I can't pay my car note this month I can't do you know what I mean like so I was like, you know what? My, my husband is my business partner and I'm very sensitive to all of those stories about celebrities that were like, their car was getting repoed and then they got the record deal on the same day. And it's like, that is a cult member story. Yeah. Is that true? Is it and true? So, uh, in October, I made $400. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a Facebook live. <laughs> about how yes in one month I made $12,000 and then a couple months later I made $400 yeah yeah and this is reality and he's like well maybe we should wait until we're doing a little better I was like ha cult leader <laughs> you have to be vulnerable and like be okay being yes. like sometimes it is just wonklicious and you're doing the things, you're being consistent, you're showing up. And guess what? You got to keep on keeping on. Yes, yes. And be real. It's this whole, I remember somebody told me about like, it's just smoke and mirrors. It's just smoke and mirrors. It's just smoke and mirrors. And I was just like, this does not sit with me. I am not a smoke and mirrors type of person. I'm developing authentic relationships. And if I want people to trust me, how are they going to trust me if I'm lying? Because I'm trying to say smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirrors. That's a lie. It is a lie. And, and true relationships are not built on lies. They're not. No, that is not. They can't be because in order to lie to you, I lie to myself. There you go. And I betray myself because I don't fully believe that the truth that I am living or the truth that I want to live is possible. Yep. 
So Ooh. then I choose, I choose the lie. And it's like, like preach, okay. Girl. Well, you yeah. have a choice. Mm-hmm. You have a choice. I hate lying. I would rather be like, I have really bad diarrhea and I cannot put pants on right now. I am so sorry. And gross someone out <laughs> than be like, oh, no, 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 no. Because I don't ever want people. And, you know, there's insecurities and people will come back and be like, ah, they'll pick a fight. And I'll be like, why are you fighting with me? Why are you Tell fighting? me what's going on. Right. Tell me how you feel in your heart. Yeah. And normally they can't in that moment, but they'll come back and be like, that was, I'm sorry. Right. Because when you meet people with integrity and authenticity, mm. all people want to do is try and meet you at that level. If you're going to lie to them, then you've, you've disrespected yourself. You've disrespected the person. You've disrespected your mess. I mean, it's like everything. Who has time? Everything is gone from that. Everything is diminished. Like it is when you set your time for that. No one ain't nobody. Got time. And if you do, choose a different hobby. Please. Point blank. <laughs> <laughs> and put the period at the end. Come on. That's the thing. Where it's like, why you gotta be so small-minded? And yeah. I, my inner child gets disappointed. Yeah. Because I'm very much like a, oh, that's exciting. Oh, like I'm going to be 37. And I'm still like, yay, forever. Forever. So some is like not on that level. I'm like, but I was really looking forward. Okay. And that's the, the true feeling there is like, but I was really excited. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's you being okay. And not just okay with it, but what you talked about earlier, that acceptance, accepting yeah. who you are, how you feel in the moment, honoring it, honoring who you are, honoring how you feel in that moment. And that, that is where true professionalism lies is in that authentic space and being who you are what's happening in the moment I remember I had to cancel I had planned this brunch meetup it was mine I was hosting it and I woke up that next I woke up the morning of and I was like y'all I'm on the toilet I can't make it I don't know what I ate last night, but it is just not happening. And that was the truth that I, like, I'm like, I'm having bad, I, I don't think I said on the toilet, but I'm like, I'm having bad stomach issues. And yeah. everybody knows what that means. You know, I don't have to yeah. go into much more in detail. And it's like, I could have just been like, sorry guys, I can't make it. Hope all is well. But I'm like, no, I'm going to tell you the truth of my story right now, because sometimes I can make it. I can feel sick yep. and I can still go, but when I can't get off the, get out of the bathroom for more than five minutes at a time, then, you know, I, I can't leave. And so it's like, I, I'm right there with you. I'd rather share my authentic truth, yep. no matter how messy it might sound, than share a lie to someone else. Well, there's empathy in that, right? Like it's yes. when you allow yourself to be that honest and that vulnerable, you give someone the opportunity to share empathy with you. Ooh. If you are like, oh, I can't, like, I'm too uncomfortable to be vulnerable, and so I'm going to be like, I can't make it, or it's not a good time, that doesn't provide someone the chance to be empathetic. You're not giving them any information, and that is, in my opinion, where the miscommunications can happen. Yes. Because the judgment, the disappointment, the insecurity, whatever feeling in there 
Yeah. It's a mixture of you not being truthful mm. and then not giving the opportunity for them to have compassion. Yeah. For them to show up for you, yeah. for them to, and that connection, we connect emotionally to people. Yeah. And so if I'm thwarting people's opportunities for that empathy or that connection, then we don't deeper dive together. We don't. And, and then you, you see the person, like if you show up and you're like, I got stomach issues and they give you crap for lack of a better word. Yeah. And you're like, okay, you have not met me at my sparkly purple crown chakra. I recognize this. I see this. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love all of that. Janine, like you are going to have to come back for sure because we could talk all day long. Forever. I know I know we can because this conversation is a conversation that more people need to be having. And not just that, that more people need to be hearing because we all get in that place, this imposter, this idea of what we should be, these idealistic beliefs that all of it that keep us from navigating in our gifts and really showing up in an effective and impactful way in life and in our businesses because of these lies. This is what professional is. This? Yes. You drop, you, you drop the S word, the should word. And I always say, don't should all over yourself. Ooh. Because it, it gets in the way. Like That's imagine true. the obstinate kid. Yeah. I know you have it one of mine now. And then all of your light is like shining around that. And all people are going to see a shadow. Ooh. You get out of that way and then you I shine like that. that light. And people are like, oh, oh. There you go. No more shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Just do no. it. Just, Just do it. Don't do it. shoot all over yourself. Don't Doesn't shoot. matter. I love that. I love that. As I'm sharing, I'm going to like write caption, Jenny Ambrose. Don't shit all over yourself. Oh, girl, I am so thankful that you showed up and showed out and shared a lot of parts of your story with us of your journey to finding your personality and how you bridge the gap from who you are authentically to how you show up professionally and pour into your people, into your community like none other. Girl, I love it. Thank you so, so much for being here with me, girlfriend. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. I'm Classy Earhart, and you've been listening to Speak Life Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Classy Earhart on Facebook and Instagram. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcast and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Speak Life conversation. Thank you for listening.